Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Real Talk Lala podcast. It's your host, Nashika G, and I hope your confidence level is all the way up. And if it's not, today we're going to get it all the way up because we're going to give you some ways to gain confidence. And I feel like confidence is learned. It is not something you're born with. And people who say that you're born with confidence, uh, mm, mm. I feel like a baby has confidence because they're not worried about anything around them. They're just taking it all in and they're just like, yes, I'm living in my truth. But when we get older, we let outside things affect us. We let um, things people say about us, we take it personally and we we internalize it and our confidence level is jeopardized, our self-esteem and everything like that. Um, the way we take it in affects us. So today, if you've lost your confidence or if you're struggling with your confidence, today we are going to give you some ways that we are going to get that back, okay? So for a long time, I struggled with confidence and I always wondered where it stemmed from and over the years I realized certain things that have happened to me in my past and things that happened to me in the present affected time to time. I don't have control over everything but the things I can control I have chosen to work on. I've read so many books, articles, uh, blogs and everything to try to figure out like, okay, how do we gain confidence? And I've done trial and error with a lot of things. So here are ways that I really noticed that helped me gain my confidence. And I'm still working on at the moment. Number one, accomplishing things. So when you make your accomplishments or you sit, uh, make a list of goals and you stick to them and you accomplish them, that gives you a sense of greatness. Like, I don't know about you, even if the task is small, large, when you check off something on a list, you just feel really good about yourself. So I make it a point to do either daily lists, weekly lists, monthly, six months from now, a year list, and just focus on checking off those things on that list. And it could be something very minor from like brushing your teeth every morning. If you're in depression, I know that right there is just a daunting task to actually get up, take a shower, wash your te- uh, brush your hair, brush your teeth, and just get ready. And if that's your task that you feel like you will be able to accomplish and it means something to you, then put that on a piece of paper and check it off when you do it. If you're looking to eat healthy or exercise and you want to exercise every day, put that on your checklist and when you exercise, check it off. When you just look at those accomplishments that you have um, completed throughout the day or the week or the month, it just gives you a sense of purpose and a sense of driving yourself in the right direction. Number two, exercise. Now look, I hate exercising. I am not going to sit here and sugarcoat like, yeah, I got into it. I love it. No, 
I still to the and I've been exercising every day for the past month and I still am like oh but when I don't do it I don't feel right like I it just in the back of my head like you better exercise you better exercise because I've been doing for so long well not for so long but I've been doing it this whole month and it's like embedded in my head and if I don't do it, it's like tapping in the back of my mind like at least do a couple of sit-ups you know but think about it like why are the people who exercise on a daily or all the time the happiest people I don't know something about exercising I'm, I'm pretty sure I should look it up but it sends you all these neurons and triggers and everything in your house that creates happiness in your life so whatever you do you don't got to make it to the gym do some exercise in the morning at night whatever time is best for you and just you can feel yourself just being in a happier state daily when you don't exercise you'll feel the uh, I don't want to do this kind of thing you know so and then once you like see once you exercise all the time and you see your body change that's the best feeling you look in the mirror you're like mm, I'm looking good and then with exercise comes into eating correctly eating clean and once you put these two together and you stay consistent you're gonna be like yes this is a move that I should have made and you'll once you start seeing the results you'll want to stay consistent now this was like the hardest thing for me and that is number three talk to a stranger every day i am the worst at starting conversations i don't think i'm anti-social but i think i'm very introverted i feel like i have to people have to approach me first before i really reach out i feel awkward when i start conversations so I really had to push myself to talk to a stranger every day and trust and believe it is hard. It's, even now it's hard for me, but not as hard. It got easier over time. And if you're like me, if you're antisocial, if you're introverted and you just feel so awkward and you feel like talking to a stranger in the street would be devastation, just try it on social media social media is one of the places where millions of people are and if you make a mistake and don't talk properly or whatever the case may be it's on social media you don't have to face that person but i say even on social reach out to somebody that you're inspired by or you think looks good or something and just strike up a platonic conversation and if they don't reply, try somebody else. Eventually, somebody's going to have a conversation with you and it'll turn into it might turn into a friendship. But I always encourage people just to reach out to a stranger and try your best to spark up a conversation and it gives you more confidence. It starts to tell you like, "Hey, you can talk to anybody." You know, you have the wits to to strike up a conversation you are interesting to talk to and with practice it comes okay so whether it be on social media or on a line at walmart just talk to somebody and i bet you after 
you'll feel so much better. Now, this is sort of the same thing as number one, but not really. So number four, monitor your progression. So when I say monitor your progression, some people do it in a journal. Somebody, Some people do it in a list. Some people, well, I don't suggest this, but keep it in your head. Um, but monitor your progression. If you're on the journey of losing weight, you know, the, when you start, put down your weight. When you're a month in, put down your weight. When you're three months in, put down your weight. And just look at how you've progressed. And I say journaling is the best thing because even um, I have this simple journal. It's not like I have to write a whole passage, but I just write what are the main points that happen in my day. Today, I started exercising. Today, I started eating healthy. Um, today, I didn't feel good. Today, I was a little depressed. And I write that every day. I write down how I'm feeling, what I did, and stuff like that. And so I can look back a month from now and be like, oh, wow, my mood has been very consistently happy for the past month. Well, I've been exercising. My body has changed for the past month. I've noticed that um, I don't crave meat anymore. I noticed that I don't drink milk anymore. And it comes with ease. Like anything you do throughout the day, I say journal it at the end of the day, even if it's just key points. And so you can look back from a month from now or two months from now and be like, yeah, I really progressed in this or I really regressed in this. You want to keep track of your progression. <sighs> Find what makes you happy and do it daily. This is number five. And... Sometimes we just, life just makes us lose sight of what makes us happy. And it really is hard to get back to that. But sometimes you got to really sit down, really sit down and think about like, damn, what makes me happy? Negate all the negative stuff and everything like that. What makes me happy? And if you're really struggling with this, because I struggled with this as well, and I'm still trying to figure it out. So you have to try new things. Try new things. Keep trying new things. Um, this goes into number six, where you just have to try new things. How do you know that it doesn't make you happy if you never try? And if things that you made you happy in the past don't make you happy anymore, don't take it personal. We grow. We grow into different people. We grow all together. So, like, if you love to draw in the past and now it's, like, a chore to you, leave it alone. Find something else that brings you joy because that's the only thing you should be living off of. We don't need to force ourselves to like something or do something that just makes us miserable and of course yes we have jobs and certain things we need to maintain our life and you know be able to eat and we don't enjoy but if you find more things that bring joy to your life it makes those tasks so much easier so find what makes you happy and do them every 
day. Do something that makes you happy every day. Do several things that make you happy every day. Number six, practice what you are not strong in. Now, take this very, how should I say, cautiously, lightly, with a grain of salt, because I'm not saying pick up something outlandish that you have no clue about. You are definitely not good at it. You're Like, if you can't, draw at all and it frustrates you I'm not telling you to practice doing that because it's not going to bring you joy at all I'm talking about stuff like public speaking if you're a blogger or a podcaster or an influencer like myself public speaking is not my strong part so I know in the future when I become big and everything like that and I have more influence on the world, I'm going to have to speak in public. And that's something I need to practice. The more I practice in it, the more confidence I will gain from it. So stuff like that, just practice what you're not good at. If you are a graphic designer and you're not good at curating billboards, but you're going to become this big graphic designer and you're eventually going to have to create billboards, I suggest you practice in that now. If you are a hair colorist and you're not good at balayage, practice balayage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's in your field, but it's a certain uh, area that you're not the best at. Just practice it. Because becoming an entrepreneur or an expert in your field, you need to be well-rounded. And some things we need to be well-rounded more in than others. But take your weak points and just practice it. And don't beat yourself up about it if it doesn't come naturally. Don't beat yourself about it if it takes a long time for you to um, get there. And if, if you feel like you don't get there, there's always the room to hire somebody to help you out. What are we at, number eight? Number eight, be mindful of your thoughts and practice different ways to turn negatives into more believable thoughts. Now I say more believable thoughts because most people will be, take the negative and turn into a positive. It's like, come on, are you serious? Like really, like, oh, I'm gonna take, um, I don't know, a negative thought like, oh, I can't do that. I'm going to turn into, oh, yes, I can. And, like, sometimes that's not possible. Like, realistically, your mind just does not just turn it complete 360 and make it in a positive. So make it more believable. So if somebody tells you you're very selfish and you care about yourself and you know that you're somebody that continuously gives your you don't always think about yourself only and you have to sit down and say, well, is that true? And the answer is going to be no, obviously it's not true. So what makes you believe that it's not true? It's, well, I give to the poor. I donate to my local charity. I babysit my sister's kids, whatever it is. Give yourself some thoughts that make it more believable that 
that negative is not true. And once you start to do that, yeah, then maybe down the line, you can take that negative and turn into a positive, positive straight away. But when the negative com comes, I want you to question yourself like, hmm, is that true? And if the answer is no, then give yourself some facts that make it not true. Like I said, if somebody tells you you're selfish and you know, like, okay, that's not true. And because I give often, I, you know, always think about so-and-so before myself. Like, just give yourself facts that, why that statement. And my last tip on ways to gain confidence, and I know there's like a stigma well, maybe not so much now, but before, there used to be a big stigma about going to therapy. And even with myself, like, I've always wanted to go therapy, but people around with me, and I'm sorry, being in a black family, I feel like therapy is frowned upon, like, yeah, something's wrong with you, um, you, they don't feel like they need it, and these are the families that need it the most and um they they make you feel like you should shame yourself because you're going to therapy and once i started therapy i could not believe how amazing it was for me um i've only started a couple of months ago but the dramatic change that has happened in my life and the full understanding I have about myself is I wish I started months years ago and I let like I said I let other people dictate my actions because I felt shameful I needed something was wrong with me if I went to therapy but therapy um helps you get to the core of the issue helps you look at things in a different perspective that you're not able to look at your own and there's so many benefits from it so if you're thinking about therapy if you've contemplated and you talk to my thing is don't talk to anybody about going to therapy because people have their own uh thoughts about it and they will project those thoughts onto you so my suggestion is do <clears throat> excuse me do not tell anybody about you considering going to therapy just do it just do it because this is for you nobody's going to be in that therapy session with you nobody's going to know your secrets but the therapist nobody's going to have that judgment to give to you because it's your therapy session unless you share the information after but <clears throat> don't let somebody make that decision for you and I feel like therapy has changed my life for the better it's made me understand so many things and it's helped my mind so much it's helped so much and I'm excited to continue therapy because there's so much things that I still need to learn about myself and still need to understand how to handle my surroundings. And therapy has helped me with my confidence and I wanted to help you with yours. So I hope all these ways to gain confidence encourages you guys. 
I hope it inspires you guys and hopefully you'll take some of these tactics and start using them because like I said they really have helped me with my confidence level and it's still growing it's still I still have my moments where I'm like oh I don't feel confident but once I stick to these and you know it, it's always you're always going to have those days but you're oh the the majority of the days, if you have confidence, that's what matters. So until my next episode, be bold, be brave, and be a beast at what you do.